smoke, there's no fancy cars, but we're going to launch the Innovation Challenge for 2024. What actually is it? Well, that is Helen Lacks, the Director of Fashion District announcing the Manufacturing Futures 2024 Innovation Challenge launch event. I hope you got a sense of the energy in the room, everyone chatting away and networking. It was a brilliant evening here in London and I wanted to share more about this challenge on our mini episode today. If you are a UK-based startup or an SME working on solving some of the most complex challenges faced by the fashion industry, this one is for you. You could win £15,000 cash prize and a lot of valuable support that can help you get to the next level of your business. If you're not from the UK, you might still be able to apply for this challenge. So please check out for more details on the competition website. They did have a winner last year from Brazil. So don't count yourself out yet. And do stay to the end of the episode as I have some exciting news that I'm celebrating to share with you as well. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a mini episode of No Ordinary Cloth Podcast. As you know, I usually interview amazing people working with textiles on this pod and I go deep. But on this mini episode, I wanted to share about the details of this innovation challenge and let you know that the doors are open for you to apply now. This is the sixth innovation challenge that the Fashion District is running and the focus this year is on technological innovations and sustainable solutions for fashion manufacturing. It could be innovations in materials or digital innovations, manufacturing processes, waste management, supply chain logistics, transparency and traceability, circular economy and end of use. I mean, these are all areas that offer tremendous scope for innovation and in fact need urgent transformation. So if you are working on solutions for these critical problems in the fashion and textiles industry, please do check out this challenge. This is a fantastic opportunity. This is not just for textile and fashion companies. I believe all kinds of people and brains and expertise are needed to solve the problems we're facing in the fashion industry today. So even if you are a material scientist or a software engineer, a biochemist or any other discipline that you might be from, but you have solutions for the fashion industry, this challenge is open to you. This is your chance to get all the expertise and networks you need from the fashion sector. The winner of this challenge, as I mentioned, gets £15,000 in cash prize and two of the runners-up will get £5,000 each as well. More than this, you get invaluable input from some of the leaders in the industry and an incredible network to connect with. The winner also gets several consultancy hours with experts from Pangaya. They get workshop space at the Trampery Fish Island Village here in London. Also business development support and industry connections through UKFT membership and a lot, lot, lot more. It doesn't get better than this. All the details of the challenge are on the website www.fashion-district.co.uk. I've put that in the show notes uh, below, so please check that out. And the deadline is 25th of March, 2024. The judges who will review your applications are a lineup of rock stars themselves. We have Adam Mansell, CEO of UKFT, Chelsea Lipton, Head of Advanced Concept Design at Pangaya, Ella Gold, Head of Sustainability at Selfridges, Gillian Lipton, Sustainability Director at Alexander McQueen, 
Alex Lax, the Director of Fashion District, and Matthew Drinkwater, Head of Fashion Innovation Agency. That is quite a lineup, and they will closely review your application to pick the winners. Here's a little peek into what the judges are looking for from your application. Hopefully, this will help you put something together that is really strong that the judges are going to love. I apologize if it is a little bit difficult to understand what they're saying. I wasn't able to record the audio on site as well as I would have liked to, but hopefully you can catch some of the key points here. And now we're going to meet the judges. So Matthew, you're laughing, so you're up first. What are you looking at? So I'll simplify it. What are you looking out for in that it's a major challenge out there that needs cracking? Above all, I want to feel excitement from an application that I read from a a founder I sit with. It's it's that magical moment. Like you see an incredible shoe and you want to make that into a real thing. Those are things which inspire people. So that's that's my purpose. Great. Ella, you're next. In terms of retail, I'm personally always really skeptical mm. when someone comes to me with just big tech and they just talk about the technology. Mm. And I know huge enabler but come to me with the problem tell, tell us the problem that you're solving or why you're doing something better and, and that for me is really when I think the juices kind of get flowing and I start to feel really inspired. Gillian. And I want to work with people who want to make a difference. So for me it is all about finding that, that solution that is scalable. So Adam, anything that you, I mean you see things from a different perspective, it's kind of like higher level, looking down like a, like a bird. I love new materials, new materials are fantastic, but if someone could come up with a concept that would allow us to take all the cotton and polyester and the wool that we use, capture it, recycle it, get it manufactured in the UK, I mean, that gets my vote, you get a lifetime membership of the UK team, you can solve that, but genuinely, that's where the problem is, and that's where the focus really needs to be, and that's very difficult for a startup. For me personally, for everything that I see in the industry right now, volume and price. Because let's not kid ourselves. Now, this is still an industry where decisions are made not on sustainability, decisions are made on price. And they will move manufacture, they will change materials for as little as 10 cents a carbon. So let's not, you know, I'm trying not to be cynical, but let's not lose sight of the reality of what our industry is actually like. This idea of the industry that we're operating in is built off of economies of scale. And as much as you can do a pilot launch with an innovator, actually turning it into something that displaces a ubiquitous material for something that is more earth positive, as Pengai would say, I think the price and the scalability of that innovation become really key to actually building momentum and maintaining it. So beyond a hype or pilot launch, Pangaea will struggle to really adopt innovation at scale simply because of the challenges that you're describing. And I think it's something that we're all facing into right now as an industry. I think also understanding to convince a consumer to buy something that is, for example, an alternative to cotton, maybe a recycled fiber, why, if the price is so much more significant, should they purchase it? And how do you tell that story? How do you build that narrative? How do you really have a clear benefit to a consumer if you're trying to display something that is ubiquitous? And like you said, 10 cents can make a decision. In case you didn't catch everything they said, here's a quick little summary. Ella highlights the need for 
stating very clearly the problem that you're solving with your innovation. So no matter how excited you are about your technology, it is unlikely that anyone will want to invest money and time in your work if it's not solving a challenge that we're facing. So spend time painting a clear picture of the problem you're solving. Jillian, Adam and Chelsea all wanted to see scalable solutions. We can't make a dent in the fashion industry if our solutions are not scalable. Fashion is high volume and a low cost game. So to have an impact on the industry, we need to come up with scalable and cost effective solutions for the supply chain. As you heard here, both Pangaya and Alexander McQueen are all open to new materials and innovations. They love it, but they're looking to adopt new materials that can scale and are cost effective. Otherwise, there's very little that they can do with it. So that is a really important point to remember. Don't worry if your solution is not scalable yet. As long as it has the potential to scale, that is what they're looking for. Matthew feels that there are great opportunities around traceability and digital passports as new policy come into place in 2026. He also reminds us how important it is to communicate our passion and excitement in the application. I mean, if you're not excited about your idea and vision, it is very difficult for anyone else to be thrilled about it. So bring your energy into the application and present to the judges something that will totally blow their socks off. So now that you have the insights from the judges themselves, I'm sure you're going to put together a cracking application. The deadline is Monday, 25th, March, 2024. I want to digress a little bit here for a minute before I go back to the launch. When I usually hear about competitions like these, I am really excited, but then a little voice inside my head starts listing all the reasons why I should not apply for this challenge or why my work isn't what they're looking for. And this happened recently when I heard about an Innovate UK competition. This is the UK's innovation agency. I heard about it and this little voice inside of me took over and I found all sorts of reasons why I shouldn't apply. But my lovely husband kindly reminded me that I wasn't on the judging panel of this competition. So it might be better to let the Innovate UK judges decide for themselves if they should support me and my project. I thought, fair point. So I put together my application and submitted it with very little expectation. And today, I am thrilled to announce that I'm one of the winners of this national award. There are 233 winners and we were selected from, um, I think, over 2,100 applications from across the UK. And I really am so excited to share this news because I know I can use the support to produce this podcast and bring you richer, deeper conversations from diverse experts who are leading the industry. This podcast has been a passion project of mine and receiving this award has been an incredible encouragement, um, affirming the value of inspiring, informing and connecting people across the discipline. Remember that you're not on the judging panel, so do consider applying if you are eligible and I want to wish you all the best of luck. Now, back to the launch. Um, the same evening, we also had Jen Keen, founder of Modern Synthesis, share about her experience in building a fashion startup and developing innovative solutions using biomaterials. Modern Synthesis was one of the winners from a previous innovation challenge run by Fashion District. And here's a clip of Jen discussing the work that they do. Uh, so we're at London-based biotech company bringing life to new materials, and that is um, biology and our renewed understanding of the living world around us into not only the materials that we use, 
but the systems that we have to create those materials and, and rebuilding those supply chains. Um, we've developed a new class of biomaterials, as we say, um, where we work with bacteria to produce a type of non-woven textile that can be used to displace materials like leather, as we've talked about, um, but can also in the future replace synthetics um, and a wide variety of coated textiles um, in applications in fashion, but also beyond that um, into other industries that have the same problem, which like automotive. Definitely. So um, I can explain a little bit about the material that we make. So bacteria, um, we found them in kombucha tea. So you've probably all heard of kombucha materials um, and that's scoby that they produce. Uh, most of that material is produced by the bacteria, not the yeast in there. Um, and it has really interesting properties. So you get this nanomaterial called bacterial nanocellulose. Um, and what we were looking at is these nanostructures and fibers and their ability to make um, really interesting bonds with each other, but also other materials. And so we developed a new type of material where we take a, this was a yarn scaffold that we developed the pattern in-house actually um, on our custom uh, robots, created this pattern and then formed that material around that textile. Um, to, to create this composite material that we use for the body of the bag. So all of this uh, material for this bag was actually grown in-house, formed together in-house, and then given to Ghani's team. Jen and Lauren Bartley, the head of innovation at Ghani, talked about their partnership and product development of the bow bag. Now, the bag, which is one of the iconic bags really, was previously made from recycled leather, but now, with this partnership, they are working towards making the entire bag out of nanocellulose materials made by bacteria. How incredible is that? So check out the link for Modern Synthesis below in the information as well. I mean, altogether, it was a fabulous night of networking and meeting people doing some incredible work in the fashion and textile industry. I will definitely be inviting some of them as guests on this podcast. So do keep an eye out for more. Please do follow and subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the latest episodes as soon as it drops. And leave a review. I would love to hear from you. There's also a tiny two-minute survey for you to participate in if you like. This would greatly help me plan and curate future episodes. So I would deeply appreciate it if you could take some time out to do that as well. Um, as I mentioned, I want to use this award to bring you the most valuable episodes uh, going forward and your feedback will help me do this. The link to the survey is also in the show notes. Uh, thanks everyone. Stay tuned for the next one. Bye for now. This is your host, Millie Tharakin.